Hello, and welcome to Everything We Made, a podcast that I hope is about growth as much as it is about music. I'm Sean Decker, and I'd like you to hear something. You're hearing a letter written in blood by Utrid, featuring my pal Arwith on bass. Arwith and I have known each other for a very long time, but this is the first time we've actually spoken. Stay tuned for a very candid conversation. from uh, Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. So I like uh, born and raised here. Never been to another city uh, to, you know, to 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 be, uh, to grow up, something like that. So uh, most most of the, my times, I just live here in the city of Kuala Lumpur with my uh, family. We are not really in the, we just, uh, Middle middle uh, class family. My uh, father was a businessman, and my my mom is just a housewife. So, if you want to talk about the musical uh, history about my uh, family, my actually my band, uh, my father have a band before. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, when when he yeah when he just uh, when he uh, was young. But uh, it's not like a band, like a, like a rock and roll band, something like that. It's more like a 60s uh, pop pop uh, music, something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Play like Beach Boys songs <laughs> but, and stuff? Yeah, something like that, but not really popular. Like, only only in, the, like, in the village. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So he plays some kind of like accordions, uh, flutes, uh, some uh, keyboards. Yeah, I can see from the the picture that uh, he showed me. So yeah, that's about it. Not not much uh, of the my uh, my family, like my others brothers and sister. They are not really into music. I guess it's only me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did did your parents listen to music around the house or? Yeah, uh, my father uh, more like uh, music than the others. He listened a lot of uh, pop music and uh, uh, some of the new new stuff like a new uh, era in the 90s, and then uh, that's about it. And then he never listened to uh, the millennial one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so how did you get into listening to music like on your own? Ah, uh, for me, <coughs> I start with uh, 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 when I'm in high school. Okay. Uh, there's a friend from uh, my classmate. He asked me to join his. It's like a, a band for fun, lah. For fun, like covering a song like for Green Days and Nirvana and something like that. Okay. So yeah, so when you are in high school, that's uh, the only band that uh, you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> easy yeah. to easy to play. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So you were already playing an instrument? Yeah. That, uh, at that time, I just uh, just trying around with the uh, bass and some guitar. But I'm not really good in uh, with guitar, so I just play bass. Uh, <laughs> how did you end up? How did you end up having a bass? Uh, having a bass. Uh, did you Did you get maybe, one from your parents or? Uh, no, no. I uh, I bought for myself. Oh okay. Actually, uh, my friends uh, sold it to me. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I just uh, I, I forgot what the brand uh, the brand name. It's really long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you like before you even got into like the 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 basics, the the starter kit, Green Day and stuff like that. You already yeah. kind of knew you wanted to play an instrument. Like, how did yeah. you? How did you? just know that you wanted to play like in bands and and learn instruments like 
uh, was it just like hearing stories from your dad about like playing music or just what inspired you? Uh, I think most of the times my friends inspired me uh-huh. because my, my dad actually doesn't, uh, doesn't encourage me to play music. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, but, no. uh, yeah, but, but he's okay. Yeah. He's okay. And then, uh, most of the time, uh, my friends, uh, you know, we hang out and play music in the house with the, with the acoustic guitars. Mostly, uh, I play. Uh, I learned with the acoustic guitars before uh, move to the electric one. <laughs> uh-huh. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this group of friends in high school, and when you start, you started hearing uh, bands like Green Day and stuff. Um, I imagine that was like pretty different from uh, what you were hearing before. So, like, what what was your immediate response to hearing? stuff like that as opposed to like you know um maybe the stuff that you heard at home which was like more uh commercial and you know you said your your dad listened to like pop music and stuff like were you yeah are automatically like drawn to that (laughs) actually it's uh, more like i have to I, i don't want to listen to the song but when my dad uh, put it on, I have to listen it to it. Oh, you know? right. So, yeah. Yeah, but then so when I you cannot, heard... I cannot, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but then when you heard, like, Green Day and stuff, was was it like... Did you feel like that's the kind of stuff that you were looking for? Yeah, at that time, uh, I was, like, more into... Wow, this is the new thing in uh, in Malaysia. Like, you know, it's a hardcore function in Malaysia. At that time, it's really, uh, really young. There's not much not much band around. If you can say the punk rock band are uh, only like two or three, something like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and then it's not very, not, uh, not very much uh, like a show or a gig here and around uh, 1995, 96, something like that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that so, kind of, mm. that, that really yeah. like, um, you know, I've had like this uh, suspicion all these years that you were really <clears throat> there, sort of from <laughs> from the ground floor of like everything that we know about, um, you know, Malaysian hardcore and um, and screamo and stuff. Like, and and I had this suspicion that you were there, like kind of like from day one, and. This sounds like I was right, um, but uh, yeah. So once you once you get a bass and you start playing with your friends, like, um, did, what did you do to to get better? Did you just like stay at home and practice all the time, or did, you know, were your friends teaching you things? Like, how did you learn? Uh, yeah, we have. I think we uh, always hang out at the studio. And uh, at one time, there's a, like a battle of the band, and we try to you know to participate, uh-huh. but we didn't win win it. So, but that's okay. We just just try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, for actually, it's not really like a uh, like a more serious thing for me. It's just more like a fun, like a hobby thing to play instruments. So that time. Uh, I think uh, uh, I'm just uh, like more like a supporter, like uh, going to the show and support the band, something like that. Mm-hmm. Not 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 into the going uh, like a former band. Yeah, until one day that one of my friend uh, uh, in the uh, Utarit, the drummer of Utarit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh, he asked me to join his band. So that's like my first band, uh, like my serious first band. Yeah, uh, that time. This this was a band before Utarid, or this was the start of Utarid. Uh the start of Utarid. Okay, and that was yeah. that was like around like was that like nineteen ninety eight. I think that's uh, yeah, we start nineteen ninety eight. Okay, and by um, the time we only have uh, where. Uh, I need to remember. Ah, that time we only have uh, three members 
only me bass guitar and drummer we don't have uh, a vocalist we didn't find a suitable vocal until 2003 oh okay <laughs> yeah wow so <laughs> that's a long time yeah did you have like a lot of songs then that you were playing uh yeah we have uh, our own uh our own song around like five or six something like that yeah uh-huh yeah but with no vocals <laughs> What were what exactly were you looking for in a vocalist that was so hard to find? Was there just not that many people that were into the sound that you all were doing? Yeah, uh, at that time in the in Malaysia, the the scene are more into uh, you know uh, uh, punk rock and hardcore stuff like uh, uh, old school, new school. Like uh, that time, uh, most people listen to the. Uh, Revelation record stuff and the Victory records, mm-hmm. uh, mostly like Chaga Chaga, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> something uh-huh. like that. So not 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 many people are listening what are we listen back then. Uh, we want to play something like screaming stuff, you know. But uh, to find the vocal with the with the vocal like that, it's, it's really really hard. I think yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then um, <clears throat> once you all you know, once y'all did find a vocalist um, and, uh, and things started to take off, like, was, did something just click? Uh, yeah, I think uh, because uh, that time, uh, I think we are the only uh, screamo band <laughs> playing like uh, this screamo stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think uh, because uh, in Malaysia we have uh, this uh, this kind of show that uh, one show we have a lot of genre playing like uh, you know sometimes uh, we play with the black metal band and then skinhead band uh, something like that so it's kind of mixed mm-hmm. <laughs> for the show here so yeah uh, yeah I was just thinking like yeah. because you know back when we first started chatting you know around that time like 2003 or something like that um, yeah one thing that I I thought was really cool was you know you were the first person that I can remember um, ta- talking about doing tapes and like yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean like here and there somebody would like a band would have a tape it wasn't that often you know in the states yeah. like it wasn't wow, often yeah. at all but Not you were like yeah. you just like started putting out tapes like pretty much just tapes yeah and um i actually you know because tapes are are super popular again um Mm. but i actually like you know if 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 i was going to give credit to anybody for the resurgence of tapes it would be you i'd say (laughs) that you know uh utara tapes is the one that really got tapes going again because you know it was like like I'd get tapes from you in my distro, you know, and then yeah, and then it and then you're like, hey, do you want to release a Coma Regalia tape? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And then I started doing tapes, you know, by myself. And then, and now of course, like Zegama Beach does like just mad numbers of tapes, and um, yeah, everybody does tapes now. But I, it's it's not that everyone knows like. Um, of your label or of Dave's label or of my label or whatever and it's obviously there's several like this is several years removed but I just think yeah. that you know your label is integral in bringing tapes back the way that they have been brought back in like Screamo and the underground like scene and stuff and I think that's really cool um, yeah. but um, what what went what was it that like okay you started a band and then you said you know you were always there to like support the other bands even before you got into a serious band so was that what starting the label was all about for you uh yeah the actually the label uh started uh when this band uh from australia my disco they want to tour in southeast asia and then uh, they asked me if I can like uh, put out some tapes for uh, for them for the tour. 
And then the, the, that's the thing in the Southeast Asia, uh, because uh, uh, people are more uh, more listen to tape rather than uh, CDs and vinyl. So vinyl is pretty pretty much dead yeah, here at that time. Uh-huh. Yeah. So most most of the kids here uh, prefer uh, cassette tape because uh, it's cheaper to buy. So uh, for me, yeah, it's easier for me also to press the tape because uh, we still have the we still have the factory here. Uh, 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 except the vinyl, we don't have it any. Other. We don't have it here anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the the uh, the initial uh, plan for the label actually for helping like a helping a band or touring band that want to spread their uh, music around here. But then at first, I just put up some local local uh, band, and then it's more getting uh, uh, getting I'm getting more excited and try to push a more uh, international band like uh, from uh, Germany and Europe and US. Uh-huh. And then yeah, I think the the label uh, the first uh, US band I think oh uh, yeah she's upon the capital. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, because the the drummer Ryan has uh-huh. been to Malaysia before, so I met him in the, uh, I think 2005. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, a long I, time ago. yeah, I know Ryan. Uh, Ryan, yeah. Ryan that does Meat Cube label. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. It's it's wild. Like, <coughs> I think I remember you telling me at one point too that uh, another thing was like that um, a lot of the cars still had tape players in them like when you buy them is that like is that still the case that was a long time ago when you told yeah. me that but yeah <laughs> yeah that's i so think awesome. in the late 90s yeah yeah still have uh, the tape players yeah well, i but haven't now, had no, a, yeah not anymore no not anymore <laughs> oh that's too bad yeah because i was gonna say it's yeah. been like i think the last car that i had that had a tape player was also it was like a I mean, I had it for a while, but it was like a 1998, and uh, oh. yeah. Um, I think if you wanted to get a car with a tape player now, it's probably more expensive, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So once you. Not many years. No, no. You have to. Yeah. It's got to be specialty. Um, yeah, yeah. So once it, uh really started going, like. Um, you all you all put out tons of stuff i don't i don't even like i have several vinyl and um i don't you know even like every every time when i go through i'm like oh yeah they did a split with this band too and that's that's wild um but um how like how did you you know other than doing your own label and stuff how did you make all these connections with all these people from all around the world like it now it's way easier but back then it was like you really had to try to find people um how did you go about like making all these connections and stuff oh yeah uh i think that that time uh the only uh thing we have is emails <laughs> so uh-huh. uh yeah I just uh, email uh, anything that uh, I found in the in the magazine or fancy something like that. So at that time, uh, I read most uh, uh, most of the thing I read is uh, Heart Attack and uh, Maximum Rock and Roll. Uh-huh. That's that's the the only uh, the only information I can get with the with the contact and with everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you um? Did you have like it? So like, what's the first band that you can think of that you contacted that way that you're like still friends with? Uh, what band? Yeah? I think most of. Uh, I think I'm still in contact with the band. Uh, um. But then uh, maybe that my disco is still in context. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the others are um, not not pretty much now nowadays. Yeah. 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 But I still a uh, friend with them in the Facebook and I need sometimes to you know yeah, to yeah. reach out and <laughs> yeah. something like that. 
because you know like we were chatting before like uh, you and i've uh you know we've we've been chatting for at least like 17 years uh yeah um you know back when when a camellia was still a band and um and uh you said you you got in touch with me and you said you know a chameleon uterage should do a, a split and uh yeah and uh you know that uh, that almost happened for a second um but um yep. yeah uh you know um but uh, back back to the band itself like um did you did you all did you all ever tour like outside of um southeast asia or or i i can't really remember oh. uh for you to it oh for you to it we have played in europe before oh okay so yeah yeah let's uh help us with the the uh touring and he drove us uh, around the europe for about i think 12 uh two weeks okay two weeks yeah we tour there so it's kind of a breakthrough for a Malaysian band. It's like we, we are the first uh, first band that were outside of the outside of the Southeast Asia. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Did you play with Apocalypse Twi Twist or who? What bands did you tour with? Uh, that time we play. Uh, we tour with uh, Am I Dead Yet from oh, okay. Belgium. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and you did a split some... with them, right? Yeah, I yeah. split with them. Yeah. yeah. Also uh, the fine boat uh, with uh, fine boat that coffin. Another one is with the mock heroic, the four way split. Oh right, yeah, yeah. that's that's wild. Um, yeah. <laughs> what was it like for you personally? Like, what did you travel? Did you travel in Europe before that, or was that your first time? Yeah, that's my first time. Okay. Yeah, actually, I, I'm just around. Uh, Traveling around here, Indonesia, Singapore, not not pretty much far away than here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the the Europe one is uh, more far as uh, what I've uh, been traveling. Uh huh. And what <clears throat> yeah. was that like? Did, did did it? <laughs> I mean, did it just change your life or or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Changed my life, my yeah. It changed a lot. Yeah. Since uh, it's more like a culture shock for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. At first, yeah. And then, uh, you know, in Malaysia, it's really hot. And uh -huh. then we, when you go to Europe, it's really cold for me, even in the summer. They call, they say it's hotter. I, I, I don't think it's hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. Um, I mean, yeah. we were there a couple times, and one time we went in May, and in May, yeah. it's usually fairly warm where I live, and yeah. it was freezing. Like I was so it's freezing, cold. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was so cold. I was like, "This is ridiculous." And then we went, <laughs> we yeah. went in the middle of summer the other time, and yeah. and people were like, "It's so hot," and I actually was like, "This is not that hot." <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, it's not we like. You know, it's obviously hotter where you live, but it it's it just wasn't hot to me. And but also, I am I'm like yeah, I'm a little strange anyway because I like I like it really hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, how was it in Indiana? Indiana is yeah, there, that's where I live. Um, is uh, how much degrees degrees there? today i don't really know yeah. um oh, okay <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know it's not that hot today it's it's, uh, it's okay it's been raining like it's been raining like almost every day for like two weeks it's not been uh, it's it's kind of okay. it's kind of weird it's not necessarily this isn't something that happens usually this time of year but it's what's happening now um mm. but yeah i like i grew right. up in florida and so i I really enjoy like humidity and heat. I feel uh, it's like a cozy blanket to me. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's really warm there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But a lot of the time, yeah. yeah but um, okay. yes. So, you know, you went on tour and um, you you had that that experience, and by that by that point, you already had like tons of records out and stuff. Um, but, you know, before that, like, you were saying how, you know, you never took 
playing an instrument that serious. It was just for fun and stuff. Um, yeah. When it came time to record the songs and stuff for the very first time that you did that, um, was that stressful for you? Or was it just another fun thing to do? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think uh, because we need to to uh, record, like uh, take a lot of uh, recording. Uh, you know what they, uh, we cut take, cut take the recording. So it's stressful at first time. And then uh, after, after all, uh, and then it's, uh, I'm, uh, get used to it. Yeah, it's it's pretty much fun now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you've done it for uh, twenty years at this point, so um, yeah, I I guess it it does. You know, you do get used to it for sure. Um, yeah. But um, so like uh, I, you know, like like I've said a couple times, like we've we've known each other for a long time and stuff, and um, but um. I, I sort of know like I know your your the bands that you've been in that have like stayed around the longest or whatever um, or like uh, you've done the most things with but th- there's no way that I could like know them all but um so uh, Uterid was like your main band for like a long time and you all were even potentially about to write some new songs and stuff before you know the pandemic and everything um yeah and and things you know everybody got uh everything got sidetracked by that yeah um, um another one of your bands is uh second combat is second combat still a a band at this point or did you all um uh yeah uh uh and at this time uh we have to put uh, a rest because uh-huh. of the pandemic. So, yeah. but the the band the band is still around. Uh-huh. Uh But not pretty much uh, have a practice or a new song or something like that. Right. But yeah, it's it's really hard because right now it's the lockdown and then all the studios are all closed. Uh-huh. And then uh, we don't we don't have our own studio, so it's pretty hard for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. think that? Because, you know, for people who don't know, Second Combat is like, I don't know, I'd say it's more like a youth crew kind of band. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so do you find that, like, really fulfilling having these very different... I mean, it's all still punk rock to me, but, you know, the sound is quite different between that and, like, uh, Puri Race, like... Yeah. Um, which is, like, your other main band now. Um how important is it for you to have these bands with th- these two different distinct sounds? Is that like something that's like, you know, very intentional, like because you're, you're such a fan of like these two different sounds. And so you're really getting the most out of each band. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, when when we are I play with a different different like a style of uh, like a hardcore punk stuff, mm-hmm. I can get a different different crowd when I play with Second Combat. The crowd is more like you know youth crew and the hardcore 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 stuff. And then when we play, uh, I play with the Pirates or Screamo band. The the crowd is totally uh, different person. <laughs> oh yeah, different crowd. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's the most I like uh, about these uh, two bands. Like. That's awesome. And your your yeah. your scene there is like strong enough to support both things. Like with like yeah. very <laughs> different people that come to different to the different shows. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, how have people reacted to the label overall since the label, like? has very different sounding bands like band you know you go from bands like uh killer calculator to luke star to you know like uh uterid and and other bands like that like does the label have like a a really strong like support overall or do do people find your variety confusing 
for me, it's not really confusing, but uh, yeah. it's more like uh, when you, when you put out a good music, it's still a good music. Uh, right. Whether yeah, whether it's uh, what genre they play, yeah, it's, it's still. Uh, uh, I think it's still uh, sell sell good for me. Uh-huh. Even uh, I just uh, just uh, the the most of I press I uh, I press is like two hundred pieces and that that's about it. So no no more repress of uh, of the any of the releases. So two hundred is not not so much for me. Even uh, if we if we can compare with the the other uh, other countries that in the US you play, you press like thousand or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. So yeah, it's been. <clears throat> It's been a really long time since I've ever pressed a thousand of anything, but yeah, you yeah. you would do like five hundred, you know? Yeah, like, five hundred. Yeah, yeah, or something. Um, but yeah, mm. I don't know. I find tapes really nice because you don't you don't have to do that many of them if you know yeah. if it doesn't call for it. Like you just do like thirty, and it's like there you go. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, because I mean, especially because you know. I don't I don't know it's it's weird I I was just thinking about this last night and I don't know if if you can relate to this at all I'm sure you know any some label person out there listening can probably relate but um it's really weird when you like when you have a band and you make it a goal to make a record or something and so you make your record like first you make your album right and you listen to your album and you're like oh my goodness i'm so proud of this like i love this (laughs) okay and then you press it on vinyl or cassette or whatever however you do it and then you get the tape and you're looking at the tape in your hand or the the vinyl in your hand and you're like i love this i'm so proud of this and so you made a thing and that's that's an accomplishment just making the thing it's in your hand you made it and then like this thing has to go in like into boxes and stuff and sit somewhere while people buy them or whatever. What the thing about that is for me, and I try to like just get away from this feeling or whatever, because it's, it's, it's probably pretty ridiculous to think of it this way. But sometimes when you just, once you've made the thing and that's the accomplishment and then it sits there, that can feel like a failure to me. And that's oh, like, okay. that because it's like, <clears throat> it's just there. And that's yep. like, that's, I don't know. It's like, that's sort of crushing sometimes. Like I think, <laughs> you know, and so you're definitely better off just like, if you, you know, if you can make like only this many of a thing, then just make that many. And, and then you're, you're just like, you know, um, Oh, they're all gone. That's fantastic. You know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've ever, if that made any sense, or if you've ever felt that way, where you know you do something and then it didn't do as well as something else you did, and it's like, oh, why? You know, why was the response that way or something? But, um, yeah, I don't know. I that, sorry yeah. about. I took a different path there, but um, uh, so your 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 main project now, um. I uh, well, I wouldn't. I don't know if it, you would consider it your main problem, but um, but uh, Periorus, um, you you all have an album coming out. It's been recorded yeah. for quite some time, but all the plants are backed up and everything. Um, yeah. Tell tell me a little bit about how you all started the band in the first place. Uh, for Periorus. Uh huh. Uh yeah. Uh. Yeah, we start around 2014, mm-hmm. and then at that time, uh, as uh, as usual, that <laughs> we just uh, hanging around like a practice and making some write new songs. Uh, not not so not so serious. And then yeah, I'm glad that Periodist have a split with Coma Regalia, like. Uh, like I did before with Quantis, it's so so good that I have two two bands split with that, uh, with you guys. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought that was so awesome. I was like, this is the this is the best idea ever. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> like anybody else who was in a band that broke up and they're in a new band and they want to do a split with Coma Regalia, I was like, yes. Because we did that <laughs> with Capacities and then with What of Us. So now we have, uh, we've done it with two. And um, yeah, and if, you, if you're in a band after period, period rest then we'll do we'll do a split then too because <laughs> okay. i decided at some point that coma regalia has another 10 years in us so um wow. so yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah all right we're 10 years okay. in and we're shooting for 10 more so um so either sorry or you're welcome depending on uh, how, how people want to look at that. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah, you just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll do a split with um, if your kids have a band one day. We'll do... <laughs> yeah. I will, I will train them. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Um, but yeah, um, how did you meet everyone in the band? Were, were they all in bands that you played shows with before and stuff? Or... Uh, for Pirilis, they uh -huh. uh, they know me be be before uh, I play with Utavit and Second Combat, because most of the most of them are uh, for me as really young. I'm the the older in the band. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, something like that. So they they know me before, but not personally. Uh -huh. And then after I joined the band, uh, they we are more close, uh, like a family. Uh -huh. Yeah. And um. <coughs> So the record is coming out really soon, right? What is yeah. there a release date? Uh, release date is not confirmed yet. Uh, but uh, I will try us uh, last last later about the release date. But uh, all the uh, uh, the test press will have been approved. So maybe around uh, August or September will be out. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. No sound bite, no sound bite, no sound bite, no sound bite will bring them back to life. No sound bite will fix this. We teach life, sir. We teach life, sir. We Palestinians wake up every morning to teach the rest of the world life. Sir. I can't wait for that. I'm really excited. I think it's probably, 
you know, there's there's obviously there's been some really good records uh, come out this year already. Uh, Closer and uh, uh, hundreds of AU. Um, AU. And, and um, I, uh, I've I've actually we're about to send the new Overo record to press, and that that is, um, I mean, I don't I don't know. This isn't an Overo podcast at this point, but um, that's my favorite record that I've heard. And I don't even know how long. Like it's the the closer record blew me away, and the hundreds of AU record blew me away, and then this Overo record, like I just don't even, I don't even know. <laughs> I thought I was like, I was like sitting on my couch with my headphones in, and I was playing a video game, and then I'm just crying. I like, <laughs> I was, <laughs> and, and it's like emotional. Yeah, and it wasn't even like that. It wasn't even like a really sad part. It was just so beautiful. I was just crying. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. And um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good year um, for for music for sure. Um, does does your label have also a lot of? Uh, do you have a lot of releases going on right now? Uh, for charity tips, there's uh, more tips coming up. Uh, mostly uh, from Malaysia, so. I have Piet Ontel, and there's a new uh, immobile band called Casta. So it's going to be out after maybe uh, August. And then I have uh, this Australian band called Salt Money. Okay. It's going to be their uh, EP on tape. So, yeah, I think that's about it. The others are already released. But then, ah, yeah, we are going to release like Emily, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just yeah. <laughs> like, like I said before, like I, it, okay. Have, so you saw the booklet for that, right? And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's it's like practically, it's like digest sized, and so um, the artwork is all. <laughs> it's like a the booklet inside of it is like a. Uh, Maybe it's like six by six inch. It's like stapled inside. And I'm like, how do I, like, I have to basically just design a different, totally different thing for the tape. Like I can take the basic cover image, but I had to just go in. And, um, the thing about that is, and like, I know, I know I sound like I'm just full of excuses, but, uh, (laughs) especially like the, you know, because of the, because of the pandemic, like my children yeah. have literally been in this house, like, or just like, yeah. of course we go like out for hikes and, you know, and whatever. But, yeah. um, other than that, <laughs> they've been like just in the house and in the yard and stuff for uh, a year and six months, you know? Yeah. A year same, and three months. Like me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's <laughs> like, it's, and I only have, like, I have a computer downstairs, which I record on, but it's terrible. Like, it's, it's, um, it's not even, like, it's, like, it's hooked to the router through uh, a line through the floor. And, okay. um, like, I can barely browse the internet on it. So, it doesn't have Photoshop. It just has my Reaper. Like, I pretty much only just do orders you know from my web store on this computer and i do recording that's it and um (laughs) yeah and um and like you know with like the kids being home all the time it's like there it's always like somebody's playing a game (laughs) on the computer somebody's looking watching videos on the computer you know it's always something and getting on photoshop is like really it's really it's really hard to just sit there and do it especially (laughs) because um my partner now she works really early in the morning so it's like go to bed and then when i get up then the kids are up and um so like it's it's cool like that i got uh like my partner bought an ipad a while ago and it's got procreate on it and so I can, oh. I can do like lots of drawings and stuff on that, but wow. there is no Photoshop for the iPad. So like okay. that would rule, but, <laughs> um, 
so yeah, I've been able to do some like cover illustrations and stuff uh, in Procreate, but ultimately I still have to load them into uh, Photoshop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Um, there's some weird thing. Like I didn't even know about this, but uh, my partner was telling me about it because she does a lot of uh, – she – does like a a web class on like digital coloring and stuff and um the colors in procreate are now i'll I'll probably get it backwards if i try but so there's rgb and then there's cmyk well one of them i believe that it's i believe that it's cmyk that most printers print off of yeah i should know this because i used to work at a printer but um but Procreate uses the opposite. <clears throat> so okay. you can't, like if I sent something directly from Procreate to like to the printer, then it would get converted. And unless I saw the conversion, like I might not like it because okay. it, the colors <laughs> get changed like a little bit. And so it's this really, it's this really weird thing. It's like, so one cover I did, for example, was the uh, Static Intervals color cover. I did that in Procreate, and then I sent it over yep. to Photoshop, and I had to totally recolor it because mm. the colors were weird to me. So yeah. I had to just scrap the color art. I had to just send the line art over to my computer, and then I had to color it in Photoshop because it was weird to me. Oh, okay. uh, yep. but, um, so you print yourself? You print the cover yourself? Uh, no, I mean, I just like... Oh. I just did uh, it um, in the Photoshop. Yeah, I did it in Photoshop, mm-hmm. and then I just like okay. Send uh, a order it printer. online. Yeah, yeah, uh, mm, do, okay. do a printer yeah. online. Yeah, yeah. But um, okay. yeah, but I yeah, I really need to just like get get a time when uh, they will not be on the computer and uh, get probably give myself like two two maybe three hours where I can just sit there, nothing else to do and um mm-hmm. and do that but you know also i'm um writing a record right now and uh <laughs> yeah and a bunch of other <laughs> stuff but uh yeah um <laughs> yeah i can see you you have like a lot of uh, project bands <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah i um it's really wild like uh right now right now um jason who is the drummer for Coma Regalia, uh, well, one of the drummers, yeah. um, Jason yeah. is recording like right now, uh, seven okay. songs. Uh, five of them are for a split ten inch with this band, and um, and uh, uh, the these other songs, one of them's for like this split seven inch, and um, so right now, it's uh, yeah. it's the is it the sixteenth. Yeah, and he's recording like seven songs for that stuff, and on okay. the thirtieth he's flying here, and we're recording the new LP. So, oh. like, <laughs> <laughs> so within like a month, we're recording like nearly twenty songs. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, how, I don't know how it's gonna work out, but um, yeah. Where's the drummer leave? Uh. He lives in Spokane, Washington. It's like as far away in the country oh, from me as okay. as he can be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all the way on the west coast. Yeah, west coast. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, the other like really big thing that has happened in your life over the last few years. Uh, yeah. Well, everybody can guess by now, probably, but um, you've become a parent. Um, how has that like yeah. <laughs> how's that changed your life like um other than the obvious <laughs> yeah it's really hard for like uh, when you are going to uh when you want to go to the studios and they want to follow you so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but my wife is really supportive so yeah he just, she just uh, let me do what I want with the band, everything like that. Uh. Yeah. 
<laughs> how how old is your yeah. oldest child now? Uh, the first one is uh, four years old. Okay. Yeah, and then the the youngest one is almost two. Okay. Still babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Um, do do you think do they show a lot of interest in music? You said they they want to go with you everywhere, but uh. Yeah, uh, yeah. I brought a drum drum set like a small for my uh, the older my older son, uh-huh. and then she, he really liked it the drums, and then he he played uh, quite a good lah. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe when when he grow up, uh, I will buy the 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 real drum sets for him. Yeah, <laughs> teach him the blast. Yeah, get some get some blast beats going in this house. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to your dad, Dan. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Um, that's awesome. I, that's yeah. that's great that like you're able to have like a little you know a little kit for them to you know play around and uh, and experiment on. Do you listen yeah. to a lot of music around the house, or is it kind of like? Just in your headphones, or uh, I'm uh, like um, most of the time I listen to the to the my like the turntable uh, vinyls. Okay. When my kids my when my kids are sleeping, so I didn't uh, disturb them. So most of the time I just use uh, earphones. Listen to the, you know, Spotify, Bandcamp, something like that. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I was just wondering yeah. if if they had any reaction, like, <coughs> excuse me, to, like, uh, you know, like, screaming music and stuff. Because my kids have been around that stuff since, you know, they were little. And it's, it's uh, I don't know, it's funny. They actually think that other kinds of music are what's weird. And that like <laughs> screaming music is like normal, you know. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, like, um, you know, they, they. Uh, I remember when, when uh, my, when my, uh, well, um, he's ten now, but when he was um, younger, when yeah. he, cause my turntable has a, a play button. Like where, yeah. you know, once you set it to whatever size it is and you just press play and the arm will go automatically. So like yes. once he figured out that you can just press this button and the record would start playing, he would always ask to play a record. And it was really okay. cool because he'd, he'd, you know, he'd want to, he'd say, he'd say he'd yeah. want to play one of one of daddy's records, you know, and he'd want to <laughs> listen to a Coma Regalia record. It was pretty funny. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess late later, you know, you can get them into start them off with like some rites of spring, you know, yeah. uh, and then, you know, maybe maybe uh, you know graduate up to you know union of Uranus and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, um, well, um, yeah, it was it was really great chatting with you. Um, and uh like you know this is a, the first time that we've ever um spoken this way and that that was really exciting to me yeah. um uh yep <laughs> is is there anything that you wanted to chat about before we take off i don't i don't know um if you have anything else that you want to like talk about or announce or anything mm. like that? yeah i have about uh, last time that when you play in Simar at 2019, uh-huh. do you know that my do you know uh, do you know that my friend also play a tour in Europe that time? Orbit Cinta Benjamin. Yeah, we played with them. We yeah, actually yeah. we played with them. Yeah, we chatted with them a lot. Yeah. Uh, they were <laughs> so um, so we were up in the kitchen and people just ate breakfast and. Uh, yeah. And uh, Lars and Sabine had like this huge mess in the kitchen from hosting everyone. And um, so yeah. I started doing the dishes and uh, uh, okay. and the folks in that band were the were the pretty much the only people that helped me do the dishes. So. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, huge shout out to them. Um, they they were it was great having having like a conversation with them uh, while we were doing the dishes. Yeah. 
Uh, we did so many dishes that the water wasn't even warm anymore. It was just cold water, but, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but they were like, yeah, they were real, real nice, nice folks. And, uh, yeah. and, um, and they said that, uh, one of them said that they were in Uterid, right? At one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the drummer and the vocalist are mm. from Utah. Yeah, that's so wild. Yeah, that's so wild. Yeah. and I had no idea. They just they just brought that up casually, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah actually, uh, I'm supposed to tour to follow them on tour. So, but then uh, I I told them uh, I have a plan with Pirates for 2020. And then that's why I didn't follow them. If not, I just I can meet meet you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, hopefully, I don't know when, but hopefully, you know, in the next like, you know, uh, probably obviously not this year, but maybe next year or the year after, um, things like that will yeah. start looking like a possibility again because. Yeah, I I'd, I'd absolutely love that. That'd be um <clears throat> that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Because for Pirates we already booked our flight for 2020 and then all canceled because of the pandemic. Uh-huh. But then uh last said uh maybe we can hold the ticket for uh, next year so I just maybe I think uh we can play next year uh, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. So you coming to uh you coming next year? Um, well, so Plague Walker has like, so Alex from Miss the Stars, uh, we were, Plague Walker was supposed to play Miss the Stars. And so Plague Walker has kind of like a standing invite to whenever the next Miss the Stars Mm. Fest is. So I think that's probably Mm, the next time that I'll be over is Miss the Stars. And I think that's in, yeah, I think that's in Mm. May usually. And, um, yeah, yeah. And so, so whenever that, maybe next year, uh, who knows? Um, so whenever that happens, I think that'll be the next time that I'll be over. Um, but yeah, we, uh, Coma Regalia actually was trying to set up a Southeast Asia tour, uh, also for last year. And we started talking to Maria (laughs) about it and, uh, Okay. And they were like, "Yeah, let's like let's set this up." And then, you know, obviously all that stuff happened, so we didn't really get that far in the planning. Mm. Um, yep. So, I don't know uh, with um, with with the way my with the way my partner's schedule is now that she's um, a full fledged like nurse and stuff. I don't know that I'll be able to do like two. Oh yeah. To yeah. um like overseas tours in the same year again. Um but um yeah. I don't know, you know. Uh like like stranger things have happened. So um <clears throat> yeah, I I yeah. I know that before before I'm ready to like call it a day on Coma Regalia, <laughs> that's a big that's a big, big um, bucket list thing for me yeah. to do is come over and, and uh and play yeah, yeah, Southeast Asia tour and stuff. So, yeah, for sure, that will be great. Just, just let me know whenever you want to come. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will be happy to host uh, the tour here. <laughs> that would be amazing. And that was my conversation with Arwith. Thank you so much, Arwith, for taking the time to chat with me. It was great to connect a voice to the face that I've gotten to know all these years. Until next time, take care and do good things.